back to the Journey Promises podcast. I am your host, Amber Lithgow, and I am so excited that you guys are joining in on the conversation today. So if you haven't watched last week's episode, me and my good friend Mary-Kate talked a lot about intrusive thoughts and how you have to take those thoughts captive and replace them with God's truth. So this week, I thought it would be fitting to dive deeper on what it means to know God's voice and to hear God's voice and kind of the difference. I know for me, I get really caught up when I hear people say, God told me this, or I heard God say, and I know I use that language a lot of times, but for me, it's definitely more of a knowing God's voice than it is like an audible hearing God's voice. There is only one time in my life when I can honestly say I felt like I audibly heard the voice of God, and that was when I was saved in my salvation story, which we can get into another time, but... For 99% of my walk with the Lord, it has been just a faith of knowing who God is and knowing his voice and being able to trust that he's guiding me and leading me well. I think a big thing that a lot of us struggle with today is knowing the difference between God's voice and also the voice in our head or the enemy's voice or the world's voice and being able to say, these thoughts are not of God or these thoughts are of God, and these are the ones that I need to listen to. And one thing that I want to really encourage you in is that God speaks in context with his character. He's never going to go against who he is. So he's never going to confuse us. God is not a God of confusion. He's not going to give us like anxious thoughts. Like I know I have anxiety. And so in times when my anxiety gets really bad, I have to go back and I have to remind myself that God is not a God of anxiousness. He calls me to come to him and rest, not worry and run and stress, but to sit and trust and have faith. He's never going to compare us to others. So if you find yourself falling into comparison traps, that's not of God. He is never going to say, hey, look at the girl over there. Look at the guy down the road. You don't have what they have. So clearly you're not as good. I can't use you like I can use them. He's never going to tell you that. He's also not going to spur on jealousy. He's not going to encourage you to be jealous of another. He's not going to encourage you to covet what someone else has. He's not going to push you to be like someone else because he's created you exactly who you're supposed to be. And so all of these thoughts that we have of, man, I'm... I can't do this because I'm nothing like her or I don't have those specific gift sets or man, I really wish I had X, Y, and Z. Those are not of the Lord because they are not aligned with his character. He created us each individually and equally his own, perfect and wonderfully made. We can also go back and we can see ways that God tells us to speak to each other and we can know that If he's telling us to speak to each other that way, that's because that's how he speaks to us. He calls us to be more like Jesus and himself each and every day. Through sanctification, obviously, we're never going to be perfect until we get to heaven. But he does give us ways that we are called to talk to each other. In Proverbs 16, 24, it says, Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy. Proverbs 15, 1 says, A soft word turns away wrath while a harsh word stirs up anger. Notice that both times kind words and soft words were sweet to the soul and they turned away wrath. God is never going to come at us with an angry voice 
or a condemning voice or one that stirs up wrath in our hearts. I know a lot of times when people get on our nerves or someone makes us mad, the voice in our head can begin to stir up wrath. It can begin to like fury and flame and just grow until you are just utterly upset and mad and want revenge or want retaliation. That is not the voice of God. That is not, he is not leading you to retaliate. He is leading you back to kind words. He is speaking soft and loving words over you. And we have to calm our minds so that we can remember that and so that we can hear that. Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, call to me and I will answer you and will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Both of these talk about hearing God's voice. One is asking us to seek God, go to him, make sure that we're spending time in his word and we're spending time in prayer so that we can know his voice and so that he can tell us great and hidden things. While the other is reminding us that faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. God's word, our Bible, is alive and active. That is the epitome of God's word. It is God-breathed. It is written by many authors, but it is God's word combined into one singular book meant for us to be able to sit in communion with him. So if you're really wondering what God is saying saying to you today, return to his word, sit in his presence, and just be with him, grow in relationship with him. But what happens when God remains silent or when you just really feel like he isn't saying anything? Um, Someone once told me that if God hasn't told you the next step, remain in the last thing that he said. And that's something that I have really, really, really held on to over the past couple years, especially last year, 2021, Going into kind of like January through May, I felt like God was not saying anything. (laughs) Like I would cry out and I would ask and I was getting ready to get married and I just wanted to know what was next. We were moving. I had no idea what I was going to do for a job. I had no idea where we were living. I am definitely someone who likes to know what I'm doing. Like I like to plan and I wasn't able to do that. And I kept asking God, show me a sign or open a door or what am I supposed to be doing right now? And all of these things and nothing. I felt like he was so quiet. And honestly, for the first month or so, it sent me into a really like dark place of just anxiety and fear of the unknown of what the future would hold. And then I remembered God had me in Dallas for a reason. He had me exactly where I was and he had called me there. I was confident in that. I was confident that the Lord had led me to Dallas. And even though I thought I would be there for four years and wasn't going to get married in the time frame that I was there and I had all of my own plans and all of a sudden he was interrupting them, but he didn't have the kindness in my mind to tell me what he was interrupting them with. I still knew that God was faithful and I knew that he had called me to Dallas in that time. And even though he had not told me what the next step was, I could look back and I said, okay, God, you have not told me where to go from here, but you have told me what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And I need to stop 
and I need to be present here. I need to be a faithful student because I was, I'm still in school. I need to be faithful in the job that I'm currently in. I need to be faithful to the friends that I have here. I need to be faithful in planning my wedding and just all of these things that he had given me to do right then and there. And I was forgetting about them because I was so worried about what my community next would look like and what my next job would look like and what my next church would look like and what my next serving opportunities would look like. And I allowed myself to really lose sight of the blessings that God had already put in my life for that time frame because I was so worried about hearing his voice for the next step. And God was saying, we're still here. Like, I've already told you what you're supposed to be doing right here and now. And you don't need to know six months down the road. You don't need to know the next step yet. And that is okay. So if you're in that place right now where you're just like crying out to the Lord, like asking, what is the next step? Where am I supposed to go? Who am I supposed to meet? All of these things that can cause anxiety and confusion in our life. Friend, I want to just encourage you that God has you right where you are for a very specific reason. And if it's not time for you to leave yet, be fully present in where he has you because that is where the sweetest joy, the sweetest time with him, the sweetest memories are going to come from. The time that you're in might be an extremely hard time. It might be a time of health problems or sickness or loss. Sometimes God uses those times to grow our faith. Actually, every time, everything that we go through is for our good and God's glory. He's always working things out for our good, for the strengthening of our faith, for the endurance that we need for the future. And it's always going to work out for his glory. We are always going to be able to return and say, God, I can see your hand and I can see what you've done. And though I may not have fully known every step of the way where we were going, you got me to that end destination. I know I can trust in you because of that. My season of silence and where I felt like God wasn't speaking really allowed me to sit and to rest in the Lord. It was a time where I really got to know him better, honestly, because it allowed me to stop and reflect back on who he is and where he has called me and his character. And it was a really sweet time of just like rest and renewal. And when the voices came into my mind, I just continued to remind myself what God had already said, what I was already confident in where he has led me. And that is what really kept me firm and solid in where I was. And so again, when we're not hearing God's voice or when we feel like we're, we don't know what our next step is, that is where it's important to know God's voice, to know his character, to know what he has already said, either in his word or to you, how he has spoken to you through your prayers or how he has led you in your life. That is where that comes in, that remembering of his goodness and of his faithfulness. So friends, as we leave today, I just want to leave you with a few things. First of all, when you pray, listen to God for what he actually has to say. Listen for his character. Listen for who you know him to be in your life. And then remember to not just listen for what you want him to say, but listen for what he is actually trying to say. Always ask in faith and know that he will answer. His answer may not always be what you want to hear, but it is always going to be, yes, not right now, or I have something better. 
God knows what is best for your life. And when it comes to times when we don't hear his voice or when the voice of the world is like swirling through our minds, that can be really hard to remember. But it is that constant returning, taking those thoughts captive and returning to God's word where we can really fight back the lies of the enemy. Always remember the faithfulness of God. Remember his goodness. Remember what he has done in the past. Remember what he has said in his word. And remember that he always works things out for your good and his glory. So whether you're in a season of not being really able to hear his voice or you're asking questions like, what does it even mean to hear God's voice? Remember that it comes with knowing. It comes with knowing his word. It comes with knowing him in a relationship. And then it comes with praying through faith. It comes from faith in his word and being able to hear those words and know and apply them to your life. And it also comes from spending time with the Lord and just consistently putting yourself in a place where he can fill you with his spirit and fill you with his wisdom and fill you with all of the things that you need to properly discern where he is guiding you. So friend, do not give up. Do not allow those lies of the world to overtake your mind and always return to the word of God. This has been such a good time, a good reminder for me, and I hope and pray that it's been a good reminder for you to capture every thought and to give it back to the Lord and also to trust in his voice and trust in your knowledge of who he is. I love you guys. I hope you have a good week and I will talk to you next week. Well, guys, I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Journey Promises podcast. If you're listening via YouTube, be sure to give the thumbs up, subscribe, and comment below what your favorite part of our conversation this week was. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, be sure to subscribe, but also rate, review, and comment so that other people can eventually find Journey Promises and hopefully be encouraged by the same things you were. And be sure to share this with your circle. We want as many people as possible to be able to grow in their faith, to borrow faith, and to eventually learn how to share their faith with others. And never forget Psalm 27:13 to always desire to see the goodness of God in the lives of those around you. I hope you guys have a good week and we'll see you next week.